Welcome back to the Elise DeLucci Show, episode 98. We are here in my living room. I just got back from LA, well, a few days ago. I'm a little jet lagged. You kind of forget how uh, far LA is. You know, it's like LA, New York, ah, by coastal. And then you're like, wait a second, this is 3,000 miles away. What are you kidding me, people? This is the whole thing. And I took the red eye flight, okay, back home from LA, you know, back home to New York. I forgot that the red eye was only like four hours and 30 minutes or something like that. So you don't, you know, you don't really get a proper night's sleep on the plane, but it does save time. I'm happy I went. I had a great trip, but fact of the day, Barbara Streisand's mailbox in Malibu is absolutely exquisite. This isn't a fact fact. This is an opinion fact. (laughs) It's a fact because we all know that Barbara Streisand has a passion for design. Hence her book, her hardcover coffee table book a few years ago, My Passion for Design, that featured sumptuous chenilles and velvets and fringes on the cover and her perched on the couch next to her little dog, Sammy. I think it was Sammy, right? But anyway, uh, but it's also an opinion because, you know, you might not like a mailbox that looks like a little house. I absolutely love Barbara Streisand, as everybody knows. And uh, I was in Malibu doing an interview for the uh, film that I'm working on. And I just happen to know where she lives. And I just happen to drive by the house. My friend was like, this makes you a stalker. I said, a stalker? I said, what are you, crazy? I said, I'm not a crazy stalker. I said... It's like when your girlfriend buys a new house and she didn't invite you over yet and you just want to do a drive-by just to check it out. You know what I'm saying? I know her address. I know you're like, how do you even know her address? You're a crazy stalker. <laughs> I know her address because uh, a family friend has an entertainment company and goes to her house uh, to set up bingo because Barbara loves bingo, which makes me love her even more. And because uh, there's nothing like a good game of bingo, right? But You're probably supposed to sign some uh, client confidentiality waiver. But the thing is, this guy's like 95 years old, so he doesn't give a shit. So when he found the last time I was in California, I met with this uh, family friend. It's actually, let me tell you, it's my grit because you'll think it's cute. It's my grandmother's best friend from high school. She moved out to L.A. like in like the 50s, met a guy got married and has lived there ever since. And she doesn't have any siblings. This, her name is Marie. So Marie from Brooklyn, my grandmother's best friend, moved out to LA uh, in the 50s, met a guy, got married, and uh, she doesn't have any sisters and brothers and her parents are dead. And so she doesn't really have any family. She has like some nephew in Boston. So when I'm out there, uh, over the last few times I've been out there, I've called her and her husband owns this entertainment company. He's ancient, you know. Oh, she's ancient too. But, you know, they, he owns this entertainment company and he sets up bingo at Barbara's house. And um, they're great. They're great. They're cute. They're like little old people. Like you, I took them to the diner and, you know, they shared a hamburger, that kind. But anyway, so it was great. Um, you can't really see Barbara's house. It's very, it's an interesting block. Like it's, it's this very like long block and it's kind of windy and she's all the way at the end in a cul-de-sac. And when you drive down the block, you don't think anything of the block. Like you see kind of like bungalow houses and, you know, just like lawn chairs, like just sprawled outside the house. You see just like some random garden of people like walking around. I mean, mm. 
excuse me, you don't think I am entering the the street that Barbara Streisand lives on. But it's kind of genius on her part. Like she she bought this this plot of land at the end of this very unassuming block. And when you get to the uh, cul-de-sac, it's just giant hedges, like, you know, like 20 foot hedges and uh, and cameras all sticking out like little eyeballs of all the hedges. And and then you just see this mailbox and the mailbox is just this white and cream little tiny dollhouse mailbox. And uh, you're just like, oh, I must be here because if anybody knows about her mall in the basement and her love for Victorian things, this mailbox has a little bit of that Victorian flair. You know, you're like, I've arrived. Apparently she bought the house in like tw- uh, 2009 for like 16 mil, which a lot of dough, Barbara. And you know what it's worth now? A hundred million dollars. Can you imagine living in a hundred million dollar house? I can't even imagine living in a $16 million house. I can't imagine living in a $6 million. I can't imagine living in a $3 million house. Barbara, I love you. I absolutely love you. My friend, we were going to do a little filming there for the documentary because I was there with the camera guy, but uh, he like was just absolutely not. I'm not doing this. Like we're going to get arrested. A giant suburban's going to like jump out and it's going to be like Barbara Streisand minions and they're just going to lock us up. So, you know, we had to leave. Anyway, so I found out some interesting news on another note. I'm going to ask you a favor. If you're loyal Elise DeLucci show listeners, or if you're a fan of Elise DeLucci, (laughs) Spotify, now that you have reviews on Spotify. So my podcast is on Apple Podcasts and it's on Spotify. And Spotify now shows the ratings and reviews uh, for podcasts. And I don't have any. So if you don't mind, if you have Spotify, if you don't mind, uh, giving my podcast a star rating, preferably, you know, the highest star rating, but you know, to each their own. Um, if you don't mind giving the podcast a star rating and dropping a review, I would be so grateful because, you know, this is the world we live in. I mean, the thing is, is my, uh, podcast is only on two platforms. I have no uh, desire to be putting it on anywhere else other than obviously putting the video on YouTube. But I, I the reviews are important, but whatever. Anyway, um, flying back from LA, also on another note, you know who was on my plane? Flavor Flav, can you die? With the giant clock. All of a sudden, I was standing in line to check my bag, and I see this guy, short little guy in this denim, very colorful denim jacket. It had like a lot of patches and painted stuff on it. And I don't look at his face, but he turns around, and I just see this giant, you know, fake diamond encrusted clock hanging off the neck. And I'm like, who the hell is that? And then I look up, and I see like his little dreadlocks, his little like twisted dreadlocks, like his little smile. And I couldn't believe I almost wanted to scream out, flavor, flavor, but I didn't because I didn't want to embarrass myself. Well, actually, I don't really care about that. It was more that it was midnight um, and I was exhausted. But I was wondering, why does he wear this clock? Like, I never knew why he wore um, this this clock around his neck. And I and I found out, let me read it to you. It's actually like amazing. It's a, it's a slash poignant. It's uh, the reason, this is what he says. The reason why I wear this clock is because it represents time being the most important element in life. He said, time cannot afford to be wasted. But not only that, God gave us only one life. Each minute we live, we got to live each second to our best value. You go Flavor Flav. 
I love that. So I guess he wears the clock every day to remind himself the value of time. I, uh, I, I couldn't wear a clock. It would make me anxious. I would just be thinking about all the things I have to do. But, he, but you know, it's so funny because when I read that, um, it made me think like how some people have reputations, not reputations, not a reputation, wrong word, uh, an image. You know, they, they have this character that they've cultivated, you know, in the public eye. And, um, and then, you know, and then you read something that they wrote or an article or, you know, something that that interview and you realize like, oh my God, they, they, they're, they're different or they have, they, they're so deep. And I think that a lot of rappers are deep, but I wasn't really thinking that about Flavor Flav. So I love that. Okay. If you're watching this on the YouTube, you will see that I got, I'm showing you right now, my new nails. <laughs> I decided to join 2022 and I got my nails almond-shaped, almond-shaped nails, nail girls. So this is a big thing for me, getting the almond-shaped nails for a few reasons. The first reason is because it's the first time that I got a gel manicure. And I'm sorry for all the guy listeners out there. Like, I really, I know you don't care. You're like, who cares about your almond nails? What's an almond nail? Nails that you eat? I'm sorry. It's, you know what? You're not going to understand. So you might as well just turn off at this point. But um, I, I, I never had a gel manicure because I heard, yes, I heard they last two weeks. Everybody loves gel, but my natural nails are strong and they're great and they grow. And I didn't want to put anything on my natural nail that would potentially, you know, break the nail, whatever. I, I sort of in my head equated a gel manicure to like, you know, back in the day, they would put like acrylic on your actual nail. So I never got the gel manicure. And um, so that's the first thing. It's a momentous time, my first gel. And so far I'm loving it. It's been four days. The nail has not chipped has not broken, has the polish is on. I mean, I, it's shiny. I, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I love it. The other thing is that almond shaped nails are all over the place. I mean, you know, Cardi B has long giant ones, but everybody, all the girls are wearing almond nails. You go all the Kardashians, Mariah Carey, everybody, you know, and Almond nails isn't natural to my nails. My nails is more are more square. But uh, I just felt like, you know, YOLO, you only like live once. Let me just just do it. And uh, what am I being so corny? Like I'm going to the manicurist and I'm like, I'll have my nails filed, you know, maybe just a little bit, make them square. You know, all are French, make the line thick. Like that was my order. You know, in the winter, of course, like wicked boy essay. But, but, you know, but then... I decided I'm going to do the almond and I like it. It get, takes a little getting used to, not going to lie, because it's a different nail shape. They're longer, you know, like I made meatballs the other day. That was an adventure. Uh, I did like accidentally bend one of my nails back when I was doing something uh, in the house. And I was like, ow, you know, but it's like, it, you know what? It's kind of like having tips. So they put, oh, but I didn't say when I was in California, my nails broke probably because I don't know, I was in California and I just lived on in an outburger for the weekend which is totally contradictory to my new diet, but we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, yeah, my nails broke. The nail polish chipped. I was disappointed. I came back home. I said, screw it. I'm going to try the almonds with the gel. They put a little extension on my nails. And when my real nails grow out, then they could just put the gel on and we're going to just try that for a little bit. So 
I didn't really realize that a lot of these girls that are walking around with the stiletto shape, because there's like stiletto, almond, coffin shape. These are like the new shapes or whatever. I didn't realize, and by the way, coffin nails, like, wait, are you kidding me? Look, come on, come on. Uh, but it's like, I didn't realize the girls that were wearing these nails were getting tips and extensions, but they are, they are, who knew? Who knew? Oh, oh my God. On the L- L- LA note. Oh, you'll die. I uh, I was with a friend and so sweet, like the nicest girl. But when, and she's from New York. She's from New York. She moved out to LA for work. Nicest girl. I don't want to tell you what she does or, or her name because you'll see it in the documentary when that's finished. But, uh, but she's amazing. But she, she finishes a lot of sentences by saying love and light. <laughs> and I'm like, this is, this is me. She's like, Love it, sending you love and light. Want to do love, love and light? Oh, at least love and light. And I'm like, love and light. How about hatred and darkness? Like, what are you doing? I love and light is is so California. It's so ah. I wish I could be somebody that could say sending you love and light and not die laughing on the inside or not little literally die crumble on the inside. But you know what? These people, it's like you move out to California. And all of a sudden, you just become a different person. You move out to California, you're, you're drapesing yourself in, in feathers, you know, spiritual crystals, and you're going around, you're running around saying shit like sending you love and light. Like, you know, and the, uh, uh, uh. anyway, I will say the one thing that I was inspired by when I was in LA mm. for the 72 hours I was there is um, if you're watching the pod, you're seeing that I'm drinking the most heinous green thing in a water bottle. Everybody is so freaking healthy there. I know this. Of I've been, I used to go back and forth to LA a few times a year for like, I don't know, like what, like over 10 years straight. <clears throat> um, But, you know, I wasn't older at the time. I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was getting like older at the time. Like I didn't really care. I didn't really pick up on that. But this time I was spent a lot of time with uh, people and they shared a lot about their lives. We're doing these interviews and everybody's so healthy. And I did get inspired by that. So I came home and I said, that's it. Time for a diet. I went to the health food store, bought out the whole store, bought everything. Turmeric. Uh, uh, flax seed, hemp seed, ca- cow cow powder. <laughs> you say that it's not cocoa powder. It smelled like cow cow. <laughs> I don't even know how to pronounce some of these things. It's spelled C A C C A C A O powder. So instead of it's cocoa, pa- it's like cocoa powder, but a little more bitter. Like I think it's called cow cow powder. So I bought some of that. I bought this thing, um, amla powder, which is like a unknown sort of a big, huge source of antioxidants. They use a lot in uh, Indian cooking. I just, I just went there. I went to Cali and I just was like, you know what? I need to like get my shit together. It's almost summer. Okay. I need to fit into my freaking sundresses and shorts. I feel gross. I sat outside on the terrace of my house that I had for two hours interviewing someone. And I came in with a sunburn on my face because I wasn't used to sitting outside. I wasn't used to being without the mask. I, I, I just everything. I don't know everything. I was just like, I came home and I said, oh shit, I need to like, just be healthier. So 
got all the stuff from the health food store. And one thing that I got, and I'm telling, you know, I would tell you if thing, if someone was advertising, you know, I have no advertisers. I got this one thing. It's called green packs. Now it was a little daring of me. Let me tell you what this was. I was in the health food store. There's a store called like, I don't know, natural foods or something on like 91st street and third Avenue, something like this. I go into the store and, um, they, I'm walking down one of the aisles and they have this box and it's called, uh, uh, what I have it right here. It's called the brand is called Trace T R A C E Trace, and the 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 the, the product is called Green Packs P A K S. Look, I have it here. I'm going to hold it up. Look, and if you're watching the pod, Green Pack. Oh, Green Greens Pack Trace. So I I pick it up. It's a little tiny box, and it looks like that emergency. You know, like those kind of packs. Like it, it's some pack you dump in water and whatever. And you're supposed to drink it, you know, something horrible. And uh, I bought it and I wish I had the box in front of me. So if you're watching the podcast, you could see that I actually bought it because it has the price on it. It's like, I don't know. I think it was like $12.99, big orange price sticker on the box to my kitchen. And uh, you take one of these packs and you, you know, you dump it in a bottle of water, ice cold water, shake it up. And then you drink the water. You're supposed to dissolve it in like four to six ounces of water. I have it in a regular uh, Costco brand, what a bottle, but, uh, mm, I'm taking a sip. This pack has everything, all these things in it, green foods, vegetables, antioxidants, super fruits, enzymes, probiotics, fiber. I do not like taking this kind of stuff. I do not do this kind of stuff. I don't take emergency. I don't take anything that comes in a pack and says, dump it in this. And it's going to like, make you like uh, live forever. I don't do it, but I wanted to have more energy. Um, I want to just eat healthier. I don't tend to like, I eat a lot of vegetables and stuff, but I don't tend to like make a lot of vegetables or just a lot of things for myself when the kids aren't home because I'm out doing stand up and I'm, you know, I'll eat nuts, I'll eat granola, but I'm not, you know, I'm not like buying kale and making a pot of minestrone. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I got to be honest with you. It's good. It's not terrible. Okay. The first sip is disgusting. Then you start drinking. It's really not bad. I'm not lying to you. It's a berry flavor. Look, I'm holding up berry flavor. So I put it in the water. The packet says tastes great. It says raw food tastes great. It's a a dietary supplement. It has all this shit in it. Like I'm looking at the ingredients, everything, vitamin A, you know, got a barley grass, juice powder, spirulina, which like comes from seaweed. I had that once before. All this stuff. The first sip, first sip is like, it's like a little grassy. It's a little like, it's a little grassy. It's a little green. It's a little nausea. It's a little like smells like, you know, like a juice store. And then you, you know, take the second sip and you're like, okay, if I could get past the fact that the color looks like it's something that would come out of my ass, like, you know, like that, <laughs> then it's okay. It, 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 it does. It has a berry flavor. It's really not bad. I swear to God, the last couple of days I've had more energy. I'm not lying to you. So what I've been doing was I've been dumping it in the water, taking the bottle of water on the on the way to school with my kids, dropping them off uh, at school, drinking it on the way. And my goal is to finish the bottle of water with this hideous green shaken up powder in it by the time I get home from school drop off. And it's been giving me energy. It's been making me fuller. So I've been doing that. And then the other thing that I've been doing throughout the day is I've been making a smoothie for myself. I'll make one smoothie and then I've been eating it. Um, I made uh, this uh, with the cow cow powder, 
banana. It's delicious. It was, it tastes like, you know what? I love shakes. I love, oh, I love shakes. Oh, and I love to dip like French fries and shakes, but I, I salty sweet. It's so, so my thing. Um, but I, so I got, I've been making a shake. I've been having it like midday or the other day I had it for dessert. Ice, banana, this cow cow powder, a little iced green tea that I made just with, you know, like a tea bag and some water. Um, and then I blended it up. Delicious. I put actually, I think I put like a teaspoon of flaxseed in it, hemp seed, you know, a bunch of all the seeds, just, you know, just because, because I, I think that it's going to make me strong. Uh, and it tastes like a chocolate shake. It tastes like a banana chocolate shake. It's delicious. You could put a scoop of peanut butter in there and it really fills you up. So, you know what? I don't know how long this diet's going to live for. I hope that it's going to stay around for a while. I just have to be like, you know, I have to be mentally strong. Uh, for it. And I'm hoping that I will be. Uh, so, and I'll stick with it. So more on that, but I'm not going to lie. I'm feeling not terrible. I'm not tired during the day. If I lose a couple inches, then you're really going to have me start screaming in this microphone because you know, nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. Right. Right. Oh, you know what I bought at the health food store too, that I don't know if you know about, I didn't know about this date sugar. Do you know about date sugar. So date sugar is it, all it is, is I, I read about this is all, all date sugar is, is, um, dried dates that are blended and, you know, like ground down to powder form, but in baking, in recipes, if a recipe calls for brown sugar, you can do a one-to-one -one substitute with date sugar, a brown sugar. You could do, you could substitute brown sugar for date sugar and any baking recipes. I didn't try it yet but I had no idea. So of course, saw the date sugar at the store, added it in the wagon. <laughs> Another food thing I have to tell you. I mean, this is, doesn't sound like the person that's on a diet talking about sugar replacements when she starts baking cookies. But okay. I belong to this group on Facebook. You should join. It's cute. It's called, it's an Italian thing. It's an Italian thing. It's a group on Facebook. I think it has like thousands of Italian people all over the, the US. And all it is, it's a bunch of Italian people that talk about food and recipes. And I don't know, people post pictures of, you know, people coming over from the old country. It's a cute group. It's like, there's not, you know, then there's always like the annoying, like, you know, controversies. I don't even know if you could call it that. Is it sauce or is it gravy? It's like, who gives a shit at this point? Come on. How many times are we going to talk about that? I'm exhausted. But, but on the sauce gravy conversation, some woman said, posted in the Facebook group and she gave this and someone else gave a recommendation. So I want to type it. So some woman says she has to make so much sauce or gravy, whatever she called it on the weekend. So I called sauce. She has to make so much sauce on the weekend. And she wants to know if anybody had a brand of really inexpensive canned tomatoes because she has to make so many, so much. Fine. So she gets, there's tons of responses, thousands of responses for what's, what's the, the cheapest canned tomatoes that are good. And, you know, and then of course there's the obnoxious people that are, you know, suggesting $4 $4 a can, you know, 28 ounce tomatoes. It's like the lady just specifically, she didn't say, well, I want the best. She said, I want the cheapest, but they're like delicious. You know what I'm saying? So some woman said, and I can't wait to try this. Some woman says she she's from Italy. She moved to America and, you know, whenever years ago, but she's born and raised in Italy. And, uh, you know, she, oh, I always had the best, you know, sauce gravy growing up. And she, the first, one of the first times she was here, she went to Walmart. 
and she bought 28 ounce can of tomatoes, had no idea what brand it was. It was the Walmart brand, great value, organic, no salt added canned tomatoes. So the great value canned tomato, 98 cents a can bargain. And I think, you know, Walmart probably like goes on sale for like 25 cents a can. She, she said, she says it, she bought the can. She, and she's tried all these other, she also bought a bunch of other, the great value. She said was so delicious. The organic, no salt added canned tomatoes at Walmart, 98 cents. She said they remind her of uh, the sauce that she would make back home in Italy when they would grow the tomatoes, whatever. All these people were blowing up the comments saying, that's not true. That Give me a break. Give me a freaking break. Walmart brand tomatoes, you know, da, da, da. And I kind of was thinking the same thing, you know, because Costco's Kirkland brand, I think is really good, but great value. Nah, I don't know how good I think it is, but I'm always down to try a new can, can of, a new, a new brand can of tomatoes or that I, do, I haven't tried for. I personally, I like Red Pack. It's what my mother used. So I use Red Pack. If, um, if, um, if, um, if it's on sale, I'll buy Cento, you know, maybe it's Cento. I think it's Cento. I buy Cento. That's what I like, you know, but, and, but, but to be honest, and if I'm buying, if I'm really in a pinch and I want to buy, you know, just a dried sauce, I like the Victoria brand. Uh, vodka sauce is very delicious. Or the regular, the Madonnade is good too by Victoria. But I'll buy it if it's on sale, keep it in the pantry. And that's if like the girls are being such pain in my ass is that like I just need to make something quick and, and I don't want to give them macaroni and butter. I'll get the Victoria sauce. Uh, and, and I can never have basil at my house. That's another thing. I don't really love putting dry basil in sauce. But anyway, but I do. But, you know, I prefer fresh. But I live in an apartment and fire escape gardening isn't really allowed here. So the thing is, great value. 28 ounce, no salt added, organic tomatoes. I'm going to Long Island this weekend. I got to go to Target. I got to run some errands out there. And I am going to pick this up when I go to Walmart. And I will let you know how it is. But if you get it first, let me know. Do you know, moving right along, that the cost of pizza used to be $2.75 and with inflation now it's $3? I got this as a stat in an email newsletter the other day. I mean, to me, $2.75, $3, like, I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like these days I can't watch my quarters. I'm trying to watch my quarters, but I can't really watch my quarters because every time I go on my Amex, but I got like another thing, I don't need a mystery charge, $1.99 Google storage. Google Play. What the hell is this stuff? My daughter's. Oh, that's another thing. Isn't this hilarious? My daughter, you know, so they start, so they're desperate for an iPad. You know, they're seven and six. So I I said, okay, fine. I bought one new iPad. It's coming in a couple of weeks because they're like back ordered. They have this new iPad for like $300 or whatever. So I bought them an iPad. Very specialist treat. I never buy things like that on the fly. Never. But you know, like I wanted them to have something to play these games. They're telling me all their friends have whatever. So I bought one iPad and then I have an older iPad that I gave the other one. And they're buying things on my iPad out of the iTunes store or Apple store. Can you imagine? I looked at my credit card bill, $4.99, Roblox, Sims Cash, uh, Minecraft. I said, what the hell are you doing? I said, you cannot push purchase. You have to talk to mommy first. I swear to God. So yeah, while the, the $275 versus $3 for a slice of pizza is shocking. I mean, $3 for a slice of pizza. I remember when it was like $3 for two slices of pizza and a, and a, and a fountain soda. You know what I'm saying? But I can't, I mean, like a quarter, like I, listen, I, I saved my quarters, but I can't, I, yeah. 
we all do these moronic things. I save all my change. I save my change. I put it in a change drawer, like in, in my kitchen. Meanwhile, then, then, then I got these kids ordering seven ninety nine Sims cash. What the hell is Sims cash? Why? So you could paint the linoleum floor a different color in app. Get the hell out of here. Mm. But also in that same newsletter that I got, it said Elon Musk, you know, Tesla. He took out a majority. Um, the, the, he bought the large, he bought up the largest, uh, he bought up more shares of Twitter. So now he's the largest um, outside stakeholder of Twitter. Wonder what's going to happen there. I do Twitter here and there. I'm not diligent about it. Uh, Leslie Jones, who is a hilarious comic, and she's now the new host of, um, or the, the, the brought back host of Supermarket Sweep. I love that show. She was like live tweeting um, some, I don't know, some show, some, some, some series like years ago. And she started doing live tweeting just for fun, you know, while the show was on. And then she said it really became a job. And now it's like a job, the, the tweeting. I don't want it to turn into a job. I already feel like my Instagram uh, and my TikTok some days is a job. I do it because I love it. And I love to talk to everybody and I love to just post and make little things, but I don't really know if I want the job of, 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 of tweeting. Anyway. Um, okay. Got to wrap this puppy up. Got to start my day. I got laundry in the basement. I put the whites in. I put my laundry card in. I only had two fifty left on my card. I have to go back down with the, with, with the credit card, refill the card, put the dark colors in. Oh, I'm exhausted. One day I'm going to have machines in my house and I'm going to be so happy, so happy. But my product of the day on the iPad note is the iPad, but not the one my daughter got. I So I also got myself a new iPad when I was at the Apple store. So let me tell you why I'm telling you this. Because I love my phone. I'm always on my phone obviously. And I love my laptop. At night, I have my laptop next to me while I'm sitting on the couch, you know, whatever. I'm taking notes. Maybe I'm doing writing, da, 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 whatever. And I never really used an iPad because it's like a giant phone. I'll use the phone. But I got an iPad. So this is a very pricey product of the week, by the way. I got uh, the iPad Pro, which is super fast and super powerful, like can hold tons of files and you know, whatever, for my purposes, recording my podcast, I'm using it right now to record the podcast. It's just great. But Apple has this thing called the magic keyboard. So I bought the iPad, which was very expensive. And then I also bought the magic keyboard, which also was a big splurge. I mean, the keyboard was like 300 bucks or $400, something ridiculous, but the keyboard is a cover. And then it's kind of like Logitech has a cover for the iPad. That's also like a keyboard cover. But the Magic Keyboard, it's a cover. And then when you open it up, right, you open the iPad up and the cover up, the iPad like tilts forward and kind of is like on an angle. And this is like a really smooth, nice keyboard. Like I took this to California, iPad and Magic Keyboard, the whole set, and it felt like, swear to God, I had my computer with me. So the reason why I'm recommending this is if you work on a computer and um, you don't care about like not having your, you know, if you work on a computer and you like to type or you need to type and you know, and you don't really care about not having your actual computer, if you wish you could have like just a smaller computer, like an air, but maybe you have a pro at home or something, 
oh my God, you got to look into the magic keyboard and the iPad. It's amazing because then when you don't want the freaking keyboard on, you just take it off. And I love to be able to do the use the touchscreen, most important thing that I'm not mentioning. So new iPad, magic keyboard, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Quote of the week is Yohi Yamamoto, fashion designer, love Japanese fashion designer. The avant-garde spirit is not just a youthful, youthful sentiment. I live my life by it. Ah, I love that. Yohi Yamamoto, he's probably like in his 70s or 80s now. And I love, yeah, you're 70 or 80. You're the only avant-garde, you're not the only, you're the avant-garde octogenarian. Love that, Yohi. Okay, it's time for me to go and start my day. Drink the rest of this heinous green concoction. It's not heinous. I mean, it's not. It just looks so horrific. Got to drink the rest of my green juice. Got to finish doing the laundry. I'm Elise DeLucci. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for all the show dates and documentary information. And I want to tell you more about the doc, but I got to keep that a little bit under wraps. But um, do me a favor if you can. Hit me up on Spotify, you know, like follow the podcast. I don't even know what you have to do. Like review it, download it. I, You know, I don't even know. That's about it. Anyway, I will talk to you soon. Have a great day, everybody. Mm-hmm.